What's up, what's up? Takeover Podcast Show in the house, man. We back this superstar P in the house. We got Chef and Badass Billy. What's up? What's going on? What's Gucci, man? Oh, man, you got it. It took us, what, 18 episodes to get us all on the same show? Yeah, man. Hard times to uh, catch all three of us on the same day free. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of go with the territory. You know, we all kind of, when you're in different areas doing different things, you know, sometimes it's hard to get everybody on the same schedule, but we're here now, though. Hey, better late than never, right? For sure. Right about that. So, badass Billy, how's that fatherhood been treating you? Oh, man, it's been good, man. Best feeling ever. Just, he got got his days and nights mixed up. That's it. What about changing them pamphlets? I ain't got peed on for the first time yesterday, but far yeah. as that, I'm good. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's when you finally get broken in until that happened. It ain't official. Yeah, right? but he didn't get he didn't get me in the face. He just uh actually he just peed and I didn't even know he peed until I felt something warm across my stomach. Then I looked down, he peed on me and the bed. So we pretty good. That's what you that's what you call that double up. Hey man. I'll take it. Leading Pete in his mama's face, so I, I'll take it. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so what did she do about that? Ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know how she reacted. What, what Steve Harvey say, you know, baby pee, it's okay, but when a grown, you know, when that grown man pee on you, you know, that pee got Hennessy in it. So she, she good. She just, I mean, he didn't pee on her multiple times, but he ain't, he just got me once, so. Right, right. Right, that's good, man. Boy, we don't have a lot of stuff happen. Man, what y'all think about that, uh, that whole Nicki Minaj versus Remy Ma? Yeah, you go ahead, Chef. I want to hear your opinion first. Hey, man, the, uh, what got me was the, uh, the, the first Remy Ma diss, man. It came out of nowhere. When I heard it, you know, I wasn't thinking much. You know, I haven't really heard too much from Remy Ma, you know, in a while. Well, of course, you know, since she's been locked up for seven years. But I was listening to it, and I could just hear it in her voice. I was like, oh, this is real personal. <laughs> Some of them shots she was sending her way, I was like, yeah, she did her homework on this one. Um, then after after that, when uh, I didn't hear, you didn't hear nothing coming from Nikki, And then Remy dropped another one. But then when I listened to the second one, all I could think was that thing is straight garbage. The second disc was straight garbage. It almost messed up the first disc for me because the second one was so garbage. So I was going to ask you about that. Like, do you think the second one just kind of discredited the first one or kind of messed up the whole moment? Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. I was like, man, when you put out that big of a letdown for the second one, it's like the first one didn't don't even, don't even matter no more, you know? The cloud for the first one, right. I think kind of, it just gets diminished. Right. Uh, I don't know, badass, what you think? I mean, the second one wasn't good as the first one, but I mean, the first one, she went so hard, like, and then Nikki never did respond, so the second one just really gets, you know, kind of obsolete because she maybe she did something just so she could, you know, get something out of us, so she just put out some bull crap, you know? Right, right. So, it, 
it's that's iffy, but it, it, she that first one, man. She said some real, real personal foul things. <laughs> yeah, that that was bad, man. That was bad. You just know she, you, you, you just know she did her homework. That's what you, you know. She been sitting on a lot of that information for a while, and she just let it all go on one track. So, do y'all think that Nikki should have came back right away, or you think she's doing the right thing by by waiting, or maybe not even responding? Period. I'm like this, man. Somebody say something about me like that, that personal, and you know, that it may not be true, but it sounds true to a lot of people. But I gotta say something. I can't be the one. I can't be the bigger person and and just sit back and be quiet because you got more money or you got more fame at the time. I mean, come on, man. You you gotta take some kind of shot back if you're supposed to be the queen of hip hop right now. Now, but let's think about this. Let's think about this. Let's, let's go back in history. When Jay-Z put out the takeover, when he did Nas, it took Nas three to four months for his response to come out. But when he came, when his response came out, it's one of the hardest diss songs ever. And when I think about it, I just really just think about, you got to think what do I have to gain out of this? You know, if she don't have a lot of dirt on on uh, on Remy, then you know you, if you don't have no ammunition to go back at her with with nothing. I, I don't think. Make up well, okay. Yeah, let, 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 let me put it this way. All right, I can't compare that. You know, first I can't compare it to the Jay Z and Nas because it's totally two different things. They, you know, they were at the height of their careers at, at the time, whatever. Basically, but they were both kings at the game. You got one person who once was pretty hot, and then you know she took her trip off. She was gone to November due to personal reasons, and then the other person just came out of nowhere and been a been the on top person for past you know five six years, almost a full decade or whatever. But for her to be at the top, and you know Nikki is known for her lyrics. She can put some words together and, you know, lyrically and just, you know, demolish Remy if she's supposed to be the queen, if she really do write her own lyrics and her own songs. I mean, you ain't got to come at her personal with personal shots, but you can come at her and say some foul stuff to her with wordplay. I mean, it'd be just as good. You know what I'm saying? Just say something. Now, let's, let's think about this from a marketing standpoint. What's the best thing about uh, making people wait? It's the anticipation, right? Right. Like power. We have to wait a whole year for it to come back on. Oh, they foul for that, though. So, <laughs> I mean, so, but, but I'm just saying, you building up momentum and anticipation for that. But I, I, so I, go ahead. Go ahead. I see that, but come on, man. It's just go ahead. Like, you really falling, she's gonna fall into the category. Way well, no, I can't compare that. You just got she has to say something now. I mean, you know, eventually people are gonna, you know, anticipate it, but then they're gonna, oh, she thinks she, you know, she's too much on top. She made too much money. She got too much going on to even respond. She's just not gonna respond. But but what's the the best kind of attack? Is it one where people know it's coming, 
or one where nobody has no idea and you hit them. Yeah, you gotta be strategic with it. I think. I think. I think timing. I think timing is everything. You know, if you don't have, it, I, mean, I don't don't put nothing out that's premature if you don't have anything to put out. Cause that first, they gonna right. judge you off that first. The first thing you put out, you gonna get judged off that. So if you ain't ready for it, then wait. But that's true. But what can she put out right now that's gonna hit Remy Ma personally? Nothing. I mean, the only thing she could really put out, and that would be below the belt, is you know her having her miscarriage. Right. And, and you don't like, want to go that way. And that's so, why you wait. What? Well, but wait on what? Hey man. Like what? What? It's mind games. What you gonna? It's mind okay. games. Think, I make a think about this. I okay, think about this. What you gonna wait on? Like, what are you waiting on? Like, Remy Ma ain't really putting out no good, you know, she ain't putting out no hits. I mean, she's on the scene right now because of what she just said about you. Well, they if that's the case, if that's the case, if Remy Ma just on the scene because of you, then I wouldn't respond at all then. So you would let, so you would let somebody say that much personal stuff about you? And not yeah. say anything, nothing. Nah, it's not even the, it's not even about that. Uh, then I what mean, is about? Look, I mean, it, who, who's the bigger artist out of the both of them, right? Of course now? he is. That's 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 hands down. Okay, if I'm if I'm the big dog, I'm gonna respond in my own terms. You ain't gonna make me respond when you want me to respond. Right, Floyd Mayweather. Though, I'm gonna make you. Wait. Floyd Mayweather. Uh, when somebody say I want to fight Floyd, Floyd, I'm like, all right, well, since you challenge me, I'm gonna go ahead and fight you. No. Floyd strategic with his fights. He waits to the he gonna get the get the most money for the for the biggest fight, which he know he gonna win. And that's what you gotta do with this. Well, you can't you know? compare. You can, I say you can't compare that because that's totally different. I mean, that's that's dealing with money. No matter how it goes, Nikki's gonna be. She's it's not gonna stop her money because she got a humongous fan base. I mean, if she a real, if she real hip hop. You know, she gonna come out with something. This is my point. I can understand her waiting for the best time to attack, which is cool. But I don't think she's. I think in my mind, she's not gonna say anything at all. Period. I don't think she's gonna say nothing like, "Oh, she's beneath me" type stuff. No, man, come at her. Say something to her. Say something about her. Hey, hey. But look at it. Look what we're doing right now. We talk about when she gonna come out. Why she hasn't come out? What she gonna come out with? It's smart marketing. She making everybody talk about her, wondering when she gonna come out, what she gonna say, who gonna write the lyrics. I mean, it's smart. I, I make people wait. I wouldn't give nobody no indication, no clue. I just drop it on a, a Monday afternoon. But like, I understand yeah. that, but like, man, her waiting and then, you know, trying to gain this marketing edge and all that, that's not gonna mean. It's going to be a little increase in her money, but it ain't going to be no big significant increase. Like, she's she's paid. Like, she got a fan base right now, and her fan base ain't going nowhere. So, say something. It's, it's smart marketing to me. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's I, smart I like marketing. The, I like to sneak attack. It's smart marketing, but, like, I mean, with her, with Remy Ma saying this about you, it ain't going to stop your personal, it ain't going to stop your sales, it ain't going to stop your shows from selling out. It ain't gonna stop nothing because you already gained that trust from them fans and you already got your fan base established. It's not gonna hurt her pockets, period. But for for me, just being a, a hip hop fan, I want you to come back and say something. I don't want you to sit back and wait until it die down. 
who's to say Remy might even be still existing three to four months from now? You see what I'm saying? And then you just come out and say this, well, like, like, come on, man. Because I feel like. I feel like the reason why she ain't saying nothing because 90% of that stuff that she said about her is true. And she don't know what to say because she don't know she don't know where to go. And she ain't got nobody around to help her guy. Uh, Safari's not there. Meek is not there. So she gonna have to get Wayne or Drake to help her say something? Hey, man. If I feel like I'm the big dog, I'm gonna respond right when I feel like it. I mean, that, that's true, but, I mean, me, I, I'm on my scrum firsthand. Like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, let's take this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you what you want, which she's saying this stuff because, you know, basically she, she's kind of at a standstill and she's trying to get her fan base and get her, you know, increase her wallet. So I'm going to give you what you want, I but mean, I'm going to give you what you want, but I'm going to kill you in the same, in the same, you know, in the same all, all in. I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to help you build your fan base, and then I'm going to destroy you. But this is Remy's lane. Remy's a rapper. Nicki Minaj is an artist. Two different things, you know? Right, right. So, for me, I, it, it's like the small ant. You just question when you feel like it, you know? I'm, I'm not going to say it. I, I'm not going to say that. I understand what you're saying. I'm not going to say Remy is a rapper and, and Nicki's an artist, but, I mean... For for a while there, I mean, some of the stuff Nicki was putting out was hotter than some of the rappers were putting out bar for bar. Right. So I just can't say she's just an artist. I, I say she makes, she know how to make better songs than Remy. You know, basically, but I mean, half of her songs and half of her stuff is in pop. So she's not really putting out no hardcore hip hop. Now, she shouldn't have put out that second song. She should have left it at, at the first one. Oh man, that that second song was uh was hot dog water, boy. That thing was garbage. <laughs> that dude said hot dog water. <laughs> hot dog water. Man, wait, where'd you come up with Man, that? I don't know, but I just know you know hot dog water, it, it ain't nothing nice. So it stank too. That's it's it, so stank. It, man. <laughs> but man, if you if you want to keep it in the world of beef though, man, one of the more funnier beefs that's going on was with that JaVel McGee and that Shaq situation. <laughs> Man, that's just that's just stupidity, right? I mean, hey, that escalated quickly, boy. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq, Shaq was wrong, and Javale was wrong. Man, them dudes just wait, 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 wait. What was Javale? Yeah, yeah I'm about to say, why would Javale, Javale uh, shouldn't be wrong? I mean. Coming on national television and saying the man is cooning, man. Come on, man. This you got some. Uh, it's like this. Something just you have to overlook. Thank nah, you, man. Shaq been clowning that man for about five to six years, like straight, like clowning him. Like okay, like, okay. I see what you're saying. But if you look at the five to six years incidents of this fool playing ball, I mean. He can't blame nobody but himself. Man, I mean, look at some of the stupid things he's done on the court. Nick. You thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure just like Oliver, if you're watching a basketball game on TNT, and if you see a Shaq in the Fool in a moment, you go on your Twitter page and, and you make a clip and you put Shaq in the, hashtag Shaq in the Fool so you can probably get on TV. And I guarantee you at least two 
two out of ten Ben JaVale McGee clips. I mean, it's just what it is. But the thing, the thing about it is, I just feel like if you start really digging into that man like that, like every week, you can actually start start messing with that man's pockets. You gonna start making it seem yeah. like that man actually is not coordinated, like he shouldn't be in the NBA. You can really start messing with someone's pockets when you start doing stuff like that, man. And I think that's where it kind of got personal with Javale. Uh, it really was making him look like he was a stupid guy, you know. And you know, I think that's what really got it got it escalated quickly. And you know, Shaq, I just think he's stubborn, and you know, he wants to be a, a jokester all the time. And I think he was in a bad spot. So I think I thought Shaq being the you know the OG. I thought he should have been the one to take the high road, you know. I just thought that he was out of out of pocket for continuing that beef. Talking about he was gonna slap him up and stuff. I don't like. I just I didn't think you know as an OG in the game that he should have did that. Well, I mean, I I see what you're saying, but I'm like, man, both of them just took it too far, man. Basically, Shaq could have left him alone, but I mean, shit, it's easy. To, he was an easy target at the point of time. I mean, that's just yeah. what happened. What you think, Pete? Uh, I don't think JaVale McGee was wrong at no point. He had the right to defend himself. The man trying to make a living, man. It's hard for me to even watch the TV, watch him on TV and take him seriously. And the only reason that is is because of Shaq in the world. Right. <laughs> oh, <You man>. <laughs> it is. It is, Because when, when I watch him play with Golden State, I wait on him to do something stupid. Uh, okay, then let me, let me ask you this. He waiting on him to do something stupid, right? Okay. Right. Out of the times you've seen him play, let's say uh, the last 10 times you've seen him play, how many times out of those 10 have you seen him do something stupid? The teams he was on before, I didn't watch those teams that he was okay, on. Okay, then, well, but you watched, out of the last few times. But you watched TNT, and all they do is show him checking the food. So, so every time you see JaVale McGee, like, oh, man, there go that clumsy food. Watch him do something <laughs> yep. stupid. Uh, you be waiting for it, too, man. And, and not... Hey, that's because of Shaq. Yeah, that's because of Shaq. But nine times out of ten... Well, I'm going to say nine times out of ten. Five times out of ten, JaVale ends up doing something ridiculous dumb. And you like, what, what are you doing, JaVale? <laughs> like, did you really just do that on national television... An NBA player, pro, and you just did this in the NBA game. You look like a dude playing on hey. JV right now. Hey, he he ain't did nothing different. Nobody else ain't done. Shaq just picked him out and focused on JaVale McGee. Look how you, hey, even how you say his name now, you say it like Shaq in the food. JaVale McGee. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, everything, you know, stuff you see in repetition, it's like a rap song that you hear every day. Then you start memorizing the words, you start singing it without even thinking mm-hmm. about it. Uh, like, like, like JaVale McGee. I don't blame Jamel. I would have told him the same thing. Hey, man, look here. I get it, man. This been going on for five, six years. Consistently. Like, <laughs> Consistently. He tried to ask him nice the first time Shaq did what he did. So he's like, okay, man, I asked you once. I'm like this, man. It's true. Both, I, I, my, my, still my opinion, my how I look at both. I'm wrong. Javale, stop doing, stop giving this dude material. You know what I'm saying? Stop giving this dude material. Some of that stuff is old, and you know, but then a lot of that stuff ain't old. 
This dude just finds a way to do something dumb on the court. You know, man, stop doing what you're doing. Some of those plays, I'm like, you, you just sitting looking at some of those plays, you're thinking like, why did you just do that? You know, it's a lot of guys in the NBA. Like you say, you just look and see, like, why did y'all just do that? Why did you just do that? That's, that's very dumb. But like I said, it is what it is, but that's just me, how I look at it. Like, both of them are wrong. I mean, JaVale, you, you can say something to him, but I, I'm like this. If it's, if it's that, if it's hurting you, if you feel like it's hurting your pocket and it's, just, it's that personal, you know what I'm saying? Go, go up to that dude man-to-man face-to-face. Stay behind the closed doors and let him know it's real. Because you're doing it on camera and Shaq just going to clown you even more because, you know, it is what it is. Hey, what y'all think about uh, Colin Kaepernick going to stand up now? Well, no, I think it is what it is. You know, I think it's a good move. I think he, I think the point that he was trying to make, he got he got the attention in the right spots. So I just think anything after that, you know, it is what it is. You know, I think it it will hurt him more to, to keep, you know, kneeling down this, at this point. I think he made his point. You know, we all on the same accord. We're not on the same accord, but we he brought attention to that. I think at this point, you know, you might as well go back to, you know, your regular, your your regular programs. So, you know, I think it's I, I, I think it's a no story. I'm like this. No story. I'm like this. What you think? He needs to stop kneeling. He need he don't need to stand. He needs to be warming up, trying to get his game back on. I mean, it's good. He he proved this point. He got people awareness out on it now, man. You need to um, make sure you continue to play football because right now you just you suck right now. You're not that very good. You did do something for our people by, you know, not standing for the national anthem to draw awareness to what's going on in the world. You did your part, but, I mean, I feel like he won't even be in the league next year. I think this is it. But is it me? I, I think everybody missing the pitch I'm seeing. Is it me that he decided to stand up for the national anthem right the same time he's becoming in free agent? Uh, no, you, I, I think you, I, you. I think he understands that the the platform of being an NFL player draws a lot to your, um, you know, whatever you're trying to do. So you, if you, you still have to be be able to be signed by NFL team to keep that platform. So I just think he's not stupid. You're not going to. You know, don't mess up your livelihood. You know, if you ain't got no job, how are you going to be out there trying to be an activist? You know, you can't even put food on your table. You know, I think he got enough millions, but um, I don't know. I just, it, you know, for, for him doing it around, you know, free agency, I think, you know, it should happen because he know that's going to cut the teams down probably in half if he, do, if he doesn't come out and tell them, hey, I'm going I'm to I'm stand for the national anthem. I really think that it doesn't matter that he's doing this. I, I can understand him doing it now, saying it now, so he can get on another team. But to be honest, I really think his NFL career is over. I mean, not only because you did not. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't that bad last year, man. He had a couple of decent games, man. Like, what? Yeah, hey, his team. Yeah, uh, man. Okay. Like, like, true he, that. He, 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 he can still true. play, bro. Everything y'all saying is true, but I mean, when Jim Harbaugh was there, he was sucking then. I mean, they didn't do nothing. That was a pretty good team. The dude is not who we thought he was. Let's just be real. He's not that good. I mean, he's 
He's showing us what he could do, and then we thought we were going to get expect more. He got the big contract, and he ain't been showing up. I don't care how bad your team is. Oh, I don't man. know you can say that, man. You got I, a horrible team. Nah, I'm not going to say that because with his, with his own personal – I mean, the dude got – you ain't got nobody to throw it to. Let's just be real. So you should have been using your legs to do something – his team is what his team is garbage, but I'm like this man. He, he's not playing up to par anyway. I mean, it's no just man, like you, that, man. You can't if your team is garbage. Like, I'm not gonna be like, all right, I don't have nobody to throw to, so I'm gonna run and get my head beat in every game and show up my career. If you know your team garbage, you make sure you do just enough to make sure you get a good contract so you can get out that situation. Well, I'm like this man. I don't think his his. His, his level of play is you could have put him anywhere I don't think he would have been he would have showed up you could have put him on a halfway decent team and I don't think he would have showed up period it's just it's just me I don't I don't feel I don't feel like nobody's system but maybe one or two systems that he can fit in he can actually do something in and make some plays and bring his value and his stock back up in the league right now that would help him everybody anywhere else he went he wouldn't do good, and I'm just that's just me. He's good, but he's uh nah. I had put him in the same category as RG3. They they were good at one point. Now they're kind of showing us, okay, you guys can't really read defenses, and you know, you were kind of one hit wonders. I don't know, man. I, I think at best right now. Colin Kaepernick is probably a backup quarterback. True that. Right. He's a serviceable quarterback. I mean, he, he's a veteran serviceable quarterback. Oh, no. oh nobody say he wasn't serviceable. Just because you're serviceable don't mean you're a starter. You know, um, I, I think he's probably a backup. His stats been dropping year after year. And, and hopefully maybe he'll get a chance by a team. I say maybe three or four teams might look at him. Because, you know, what's done is done, man. Ain't nobody going to forget about him kneeling for that national anthem. And nobody wants to go through all that um, bad PR. So, with you saying that, which three or four teams do you think will pick him up? I think it's a lot more teams than three or four that will pick him up in a backup role. I'm pretty sure a lot of teams will try to pick him up in a backup role. Okay. I, I, I think a lot I'm of, asking you. I think a lot of teams need him. Which how many gonna really pick him up and could uh, handle that PR, all that bad press? I don't think it's a lot of bad press though. He he played. Yeah, I forgot he played half the last year, and we didn't hear nothing else about it for half the rest of the, the season. After halfway of the uh, the season, we didn't hear nothing else about it. So he still played. He still went to these same games, and he put up okay numbers. His team sucked. So I just I don't think he's gonna have that. It's not that big of a deal. I don't think. You know how the how the world is. Because. Just because people ain't talking about it don't mean people have forgotten. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be that big of a deal when it comes to free agency. I just think, you know, he'll sign with a team. Well, sign, of course, you think that all they're going to care about is can you get my team W's? And as a backup role. I think it's going to be a factor. Man, I, don't, I just don't think it's going to be that big of a factor where, you know, it might, it be, it might be a couple of teams that just, you know, at the the risk ain't worth the headache, but it's still going to be, I think, it's half the league is still look at him. I, I honestly and truly believe Colin Kaepernick won't sign a contract or won't get picked up by a team till training camp time 
beginning of August, mid-August. That's just me. Somebody pick him up just to put him in a roster spot, give him a try, and we'll see how it goes. But far as Tuesday when free agency starts, March the 7th or 6th, whenever it starts, he won't get picked up by any team. He'll get picked up sooner than later. I guarantee you it'll be later. Um. I'm going to have to side with badass on this one. It'd be more later than so. Hey, it ain't be the first time Buffy I'll be wrong. Hey. It won't be, uh, <laughs> won't be the I'm last dead. season. You know why I say why I say later? Because, for one, I mean, he just came out this big contract, and you're going to have to spend a couple million, million to get him, and you can go get a rookie on a rookie deal, draft him in later round, pay him a little bit of nothing, send him back there, let him develop, turn him into a project. I just don't see Colin Kaepernick. He's he's now definitely a system guy. He has to play a certain system for him to succeed. And it's only, to me, I may be wrong, but my opinion, it's only three systems I see that he could actually fit in and actually make a little splash, which would be Seattle, of course, Tennessee, Maybe Miami with Tannehill and his athletic ability. I see Colin Kaepernick on that. And uh, it's one honestly, more team, but I don't honestly, see nobody else. Honestly, I think Colin Kaepernick will be a great backup in Dallas to Dak Prescott. He'll no. be a great backup. Uh, no, he ain't coming back. Well, I'm, I'm not saying he, it's going to happen. I just think he'll be a good backup. No, nah, I don't see it. I don't think that would be a good I don't think it'll be good, man. Because I actually, that can actually sit back there and read defenses. And I think Colin Kaepernick can only read half of the field. Yeah. Well, I guess we should agree to disagree on this. Yeah. Yeah. What y'all think about that Kevin Durant injury? It's going to hurt the Warriors. Him being out, they got to find a new rhythm. They got to go back to what they used to do with just Thompson and Steph and the rest of those guys, they got to find a way to win just for you to get back out. I mean, it's gonna, it's not going to hurt them too big. You know, it's just going to miss some time. But, hey, that gives that dude enough time to get healthy and, you know, get ready for May and June. No, man. I think I, I think, I think it really did hurt because you can't go back to the style of ball you played before Kevin Durant because the style of ball you had was – because you had a lot of depth since you got Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Now you got Kevin Durant. You don't have them same. You don't have the Barbosas. You don't have the Bogus. You don't have all them dudes come off the bench that you had. Well, we'll see. That's that's where that's where you you're going to that. You're going to the depth wise. I'm not saying going back to the original play of how they first started playing. What I'm saying is it's gonna have to be more of like for instance, Draymond has been mostly a facilitator. Last year, he could easily get you 20 and he could he was a more of a scorer. He could be a scorer some nights if they need it and then he could be a defender and everything else. This year he's just really been a defender, a facilitator. Now they're going to have to look for him for more points. I mean, Steph and Clay and Clay going to have to, you know, put up a little bit more volume shots. Uh Livingston and Igadala Roll going to step up just a little bit. As far as that, I mean, they should be okay. It's not going to be a big, a big, you know, hurt because, you know, Durant's going to miss four weeks. You know, I, I just don't see it's going to be a big factor. I just feel like 
hey, I, I, I'd rather him get hurt now than really later on in the season, right before the playoffs, and then kind of throw off rhythm. He gets hurt now. He can come back right before the playoffs, try to get a little rhythm before the playoffs start. Chef? No, I just think that they're going to – I just – I don't think they're in any trouble like in the first or second round. I just think that it's going to be a little bit more – it's not going to be as easy as, you know, it sounds. Just, you know, we're we going to get by. I just think it's going to be – it's going to be some getting used to not having him there. You done spent this whole first half of the season, you know, trying to work through, you know, the number two and the number three maybe best players in the league, you know, how they can coexist on the same team with all those shooters. Now you take you take that second best player in the world away. I don't think it's just that easy to fix, you know. And you can and then when you got Clay and Steph was shooting like three for twenty four over the last three games from three points, that you ain't gonna win many games like that. But honestly, I don't think they need if they ain't no long term trouble. You know, get to the playoffs, get healthy, second round, get the rent back in there. You know, get you know acclimated. I think they'll be good. I just think the biggest thing is, I think Cleveland is actually just loaded up a lot more than them. So, I think the injury, injury-wise, injury I don't think they're going to be in any trouble. I just think when they get to the, I think it's going to be Cleveland, uh, go to state in the finals again. But I think Cleveland actually going to get them again. So, I mean, I understand that, you know, the, the bad shooting is. But mainly, to be honest, if you've really been watching Golden State, they've just been outscoring people. Too much firepower. Mm-hmm. Too mu- way too much firepower, okay? You lose one of the... You lose one of your cannons, so now you gotta sub, you gotta substitute in that those points where you really have to buckle down and play better defense, in which they can be a pretty good defensive team if they put all their efforts to it, you know. But they haven't been doing that because everybody can't score 110 points a night in their sleep, and with Durant, Golden State can do that with ease. It, it was nothing for them to put up 110 points. It's just something that. You know, you gonna, they're going to score over 100 points a game if, if they wanted to, basically. So I just feel like they just got to play more deep, buckle down, be better with the ball, you know. Steph has to take better care of the ball, not be so careless with the ball, and take good, take better shots. He can't be out there, you know, pulling up freelancing like he usually would do with, with Durant on the floor because, you know, with Durant being there, it, it kind of – you know, evens that out, you know, a, a good, a bad, a terrible shot then wouldn't be so bad, but now it could cost you a game or, you know, or two, but I feel like they just have to substitute some things, play better defense, and they should be okay. And I don't think Cleveland's, I feel like Cleveland did do the right thing. They got deeper. They got a little bit bigger. I just don't know if they got enough, still if they got enough firepower. Because you don't know what that bench is going to be like when it comes to playoff time. Man, that, bit, that yeah. bench is loaded. They, go, they, can go, they can go 13 deep now. Oh, it's true, but you're going to have to. You can't go 13 deep in the playoffs. That, that, it's going to be 13 deep right now. I guarantee you when the playoffs start and the finals get here, it's going to be an eight- or nine-man rotation. They just can't play them dudes in and out like that. I just don't feel like it's going to do it. For one, so. I feel like one or two of them dudes on there is really suspect. Well, my question is to both of you, but can the Warriors come out the West without Kevin Durant? 
Um, well, I just think it all it's base always been like this. It's all about matchups, you know. I think, you know, it just for the most part, I think they should, you know, if they get the Clippers, yeah, they should beat them. I think a team to watch will be if they have to pay if they have to pay uh Houston, the boys is pretty dangerous. Or honestly, I think a matchup that could be, you know, bad if if the Pelicans end up getting in an eight seed and then Durant's not back for that first round. I ain't saying that Golden State will lose, but they'll be. Hey, you'll be holding your breath with that because the matchups will be tremendous. You know, you got front court with uh, the Pelicans against really the back court of Golden State because Golden State has nobody that's going to uh, be able to handle uh, Boogie in AD. I'm like this. Uh, if the rant doesn't come back, uh, uh, Golden State won't be coming out the West. Uh, I still think if Durant's not there with the Pelicans, and if the, if the Pelicans make the AC and Durant's not there, I think it'll be hard for them. I think the Pelicans may have a chance with Durant being there against the Pelicans. The Pelicans don't have a shot. I don't care how much Boogie and uh, the Brown got in them. They don't have enough firepower. They just don't have enough. I mean, them two right there are gonna get you 30 a night, but the rest of that team, besides Holiday, they have nothing else. That that they're they're just scared. Like they would have to slow the whole pace down, and you know let them two do what they do, for them to beat you know Golden State at at full, you know th- full throttle with Durant being healthy and all. I mean. Now, if they ran across somebody like the Clippers, somebody like that, they may have a they may have a better shot at beating them at beating them or somebody like uh, yeah, basically the Clippers. I don't see them beating anybody else in the West. Maybe uh, the Rockets. They may can slow the pace down against them. They may have a chance. But for San Antonio and Golden State, healthy, the Pelicans don't have a chance of beating either one of those two teams. Uh, good points, good points. So, are you guys ready for our guest that's going to be on the next show? Now, we saw what she did to Stephen A. Smith, so I'm just making sure y'all going to be ready, man. We can't be getting embarrassed on our own Hey, show. I ain't trying to get no debates with her, man. <laughs> nah, I'm going to be asking her questions, man. Mm-hmm. How did she become a sports fan? How did she, you know, gain all her knowledge? I, I want to pick a brain. I ain't going to get no debates. Look at y'all being chicken. Hey, only way I'm gonna just like Rocky did with Mr. Only way I'm gonna get in the bait is I know for I gotta have facts, hardcore stone facts, and I know I can get my point across and I can win. For that, shut my mouth. Oh boy, look at y'all running scared like some chickens. Yeah, whatever, man. But anyway, in case y'all don't know who's going to be our next guest, if y'all don't watch First Take, uh, it's going to be Miss Krista Stone, the winner of the ESPN First Take. Uh, they had a contest to, to see who would win to debate Max Kellerman and Stephen A. And she gave it to Stephen A. pretty good. So uh, we're going to have her on the show. I'm glad she accepted our invitation. That should be a fun show to do. Other than that, we got some other stuff coming up later on in the month. We ain't going to let the cat out the bag yet. Some real big stuff. 
Before we leave out, man, y'all got any last-minute shout-outs? Uh, nothing for me, man. You know, everybody out there, keep grinding, man. Keep your heads up. Good vibes, man. Keep it moving. Yeah, I'm about I'm by here, man. I'm just going to pick it back off what he said. Just keep everything, you know, at, at good speed and stay in your lane. So, um... We want to thank everybody for all, all the support that we've been getting on the show, all the likes, the comments, people subscribing on iTunes. We've been putting up real good numbers. Once again, um, shout out to our affiliates, the Ian Gleason Show, uh, Podcast Brothers to put you on game. Let's see, who else we got? Red Dollar Gang, they support us. Slaughterhouse Radio, where we own every Friday from 5.30 to 6.30. Who else got who we leave off? Um, oh yeah, the boys from my view, they won the award. That's good stuff. Yes, sir. So, so man, that, that's a good look, man. We supposed to have them on sooner or later. We don't have a confirmed date yet, but uh the guys from my view, they gonna be on. Who else? We leave anybody off? Uh nobody I can think of, man. Yeah, man, I think that's and, and thank you. Go ahead. And, yeah, and thank you to the fans. Most importantly, you know, our family that's done supported us and we getting bigger. We finally got the shirts out. So man, y'all know what to hit us up on. Um, follow us on Instagram, takeover underscore, I mean the underscore takeover903. That's on Instagram, on Facebook, the Takeover Podcast Show. Those are our two biggest platforms. You can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn, Pocket Cast, Podbean and all other podcast platforms. So the unsigned hype for tonight, you know, Ricky Lat just dropped his new single, Coffee Love. Oh, yep. So that's what we're going to feature. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all seen the video? Yeah, it was a nice little smooth video. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Man, I was supposed to be on that video, but I had to go do the Ian Gleason show. So I'm going to have to catch the next one. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to get that thing, too. So until next time, when we have Crystal Stone on the myself, Superstar P, Badass Billy, Chevy's the Chef, we out of here. Peace. Peace out. Yeah, let me let me get a let me get that Grande medium roast. No, make that a dark roast. Let me get the dark roast and yeah, throw one of those scones on there. Yeah, yeah. Would you like any sugar? No, baby, I don't need no sugar. Ain't nothing sweet over here. Ain't nothing sweet about me. Yeah. Two, three. Don't it feel good? Easy like Sunday morning. Your coffee don't need no sugar. Be your black superman Baby, let's fly away I'll show you love again My, 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 my Ooh, yes No cream, no sugar I'm the type of man that you need Real thicker Male man, I deliver Sparks in your heart I illuminate the dark Your whole life You've been looking for your soulmate Different men, friends Set you up on blind dates I apologize, baby, for my lateness Here's your opportunity You should take this espresso I can be your caffeine fix Mocha brown skin low Put me in the mix Sip slow, yeah, I wanna take my time with you We can do this thing together I grind with you Coffee love real smooth when it goes down Nothing like a strong man from the M-Town 
I'll be your clock pit to your lowest lane. Matter of fact, be the bucket to your favorite chain. Cool. Now put your hands up. Your coffee don't need no sugar. No sugar at all. I'm strong enough to be a black superman. Baby, let's fly away. I'll show you love again. Sweet sugar. Love making love to you. Wifey type material, but baby, tell me, could you conversate with me or relate with the situations that I'm going through lately? See, it's like I'm trapped in a maze trying to find my way out. I need you by my side in the low with no doubt that we can make it. Anything we want, we take it. You fix me breakfast in bed. I love your grits and bacon. I love to see you naked. I mean, for goodness sake, who would have thought that me and you would be just more than dating? A beautiful prize without a tag or a price. I, I gotta make this right, having you in my life. Every moment that I'm gone, girl, I'm thinking of you. And to keep you by my side is what I'm seeking to do. If I cry cause you gone, am I wicked of you? You my star, so I'm always reaching for you. Don't Come feel on. Cool. Yeah. Easy like Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Now put your hands up. Your yeah, coffee don't need no sugar. No sugar at all. I'm strong enough to be yeah. a black superman. Yeah. Baby, let's fly away. I'll show you love again. My medium roast.